Political Thoughts with Steve is back. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Steven, the host of Political Thoughts with Steven. Thank you so much to all of my listeners who have been patient with this podcast. I mean, this podcast has been crazy. This, you know, I'm still kind of new to podcasting, but being able to talk about my feelings and what's going on in the world is, is really cool. So to all those who are still listening to my podcast, let me remind you. Our podcast is available on Anchor.fm. It's available on Apple Podcasts, also on Google Plus, and now is now available on Spotify. So, if you want to have a continuous spread of political thoughts with Steve, please, please subscribe to my podcast. And also, new to Anchor for those who are willing to donate. There's now a donation button. You can donate to our podcast to keep our podcast going and to show support to us. You know, we work hard, 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 hard to make sure that our podcasts stay on point and to make sure that these podcasts are there not only to give a certain dialect, but to also we're there to for everyone to listen to another viewpoint. So to everyone that has been supporting me over the last six months, it's been six long months, but I'm back. But to those who have been supporting me, thank you so much. Also, you can find me on Twitter at Stephen Edward Goff. That's Stephen Edward Goff, G-O-F. That's my handle on Twitter. That will take you to everything from my tweets to everything I've retweeted. And you can find our podcast on every single podcasting platform and also on anchor.fm. So today we are talking about what happened last week, the sadness of last week, everything that we experienced with losing John McCain and the craziness that came out of Donald Trump last week. So let's just get into it, shall we? So another thing I've started up besides just podcasting is blogging. And right now I, I am now, I now have a blog. The blog is entitled political thoughts with Steve and can be found on thoughtswithsteve.blogspot.com. So go to thoughtswithsteve.blogspot.com, click on the tab, and it'll bring up with my new blog that we're going to be talking about tonight called The Death of the Old Republican Party. Now, this past week, the United States said goodbye to one of the most well-respected senators in the history of our republic, and I love using that word, republic. Because I think that that word Republican has so much meaning. But we say goodbye to this well-respected senator and a war hero that has inspired so many people to go into military service, including myself. I come from a military family, but when you have someone that is actually inspirational who just loves the military you can't help but to get inspired 
uh, Senator John McCain died of brain cancer on August 25th, the day before my birthday, at the age of 81 in Arizona. Uh, Senator McCain, he was a war hero and a true patriot that dedicated over 60 years of his life. Think about that. 60 years. 60 long years. I am 32. So that is over half of my life and probably half of everyone's life that listens to my podcast. But 60 years. I've been in public service for 10, if you include the time I served in the military to the time I served with board or with um, nonprofit organizations and local city and or uh, local state federal governments, ten years. But sixty years of public service. He dedicated all those years to the service of us, the American people. But during a week of national mourning and and remembrance, we are reminded of the division that lies within the Republican Party. All a part of the division that was created by President Donald Trump. So picture this. Ten years ago, when a Republican war hero, Republican senator, or congressman, or governor, that Republican veteran died, we would have witnessed a large gathering of love and support from the Republican Party. So much that most Democrats who listen to me would probably turn off the channel and go, Lord, will it please stop? But that's what what we would have witnessed. The GOP, the Republicans coming together to honor one of their own. However, due to the division within the GOP, something happened. And it caught me. And it just, it killed me when I was doing it, when I was reading it. There was so much hateful comments that was being directed towards Senator McCain, his legacy, and even his own family. Now, it's no secret that Senator McCain and President Trump had a strong dislike for each other. I mean, if you remember back in 2015 or 2016 during that presidential campaign season, President Trump told the packed house of voters that he preferred people that were not captured. He preferred people that were not captured in war and that people like Donald Trump, he wasn't an American war hero. Now, 10 years ago, if a Republican would have said that or if Anybody running for president, regardless if it was the main election or during the primaries, anybody spoke like that, their political career would have been over, done. They would have been lucky to even get elected in the city, local level. But not anymore. Because of the influence 
of President Trump and the strong opinions of the alt-right movement, a cancer that is destroying the Republican Party, the statements were met with applause and cheers. To all of my fellow veterans that listens to this podcast, let me remind you that the President of the United States, or the soon-to-be President of the United States, was making fun of one of our own. And I don't know about you, but I remember in the military, one of the millions of things I was taught, family was something that you always held close to your heart. So this angered me completely. Because he's talking about one of our own. But let's continue. So what happened? What happened to the party that cherished veterans and would put patriotism over politics? What happened to the Republican Party that we have known all of our lives? And the answer to that question is simple. Donald Trump happened. Donald Trump has perverted the party of Reagan and turned it into the party of Trump. And on a quiet Sunday in Annapolis, Maryland, when America was laying to rest one of its true patriots, Trump supporters were on Facebook and on Twitter calling him a traitor to his country. And someone that deserved to be captured. In fact, there was a couple of them that said, I'm glad McCain is dead. These are Trump supporters. These are Republicans. Now, I was never a big fan of John McCain. There was a lot of policies that he had that I just completely disagreed with. But the one thing that I can admit to all of you that I actually admired was his true love for this country. I think deep down inside, and this is arguably, or this is arguable, but I believe deep down inside, John McCain loved this country. So when John McCain died, And I strongly believe this. The day he died, so did the heart and soul of the old Republican Party. The party of Lincoln and Reagan has now become the party of Trump. And it's now being taken over by that cancer that we now call the alt-right movement. The cancer that we call the alt-right movement. So, Republicans, how can you sink your sinking, or how can you save your sinking ship? Now, for me to give political advice to Republicans is crazy, but I'm going to give you some advice. So, if you're a Republican... And you have the same, the same worries that if I was a Republican, I would have. Listen to me, because I'm going to tell you 
how to stop the leak from sinking your ship. Which I don't even think this is a leak anymore. I think this is a breach of 10 decks and the ship is filling up with water. But I'm going to tell you how to, to try to save this. The answer lies within the conscience of the conservative spirit. Now, right there, stop. Let's talk about this. The conscience of the conservative spirit. What does that mean? The conscience of the conservative spirit. Steve, what do you mean? And I'm going to tell you what I mean by that. What I mean is this. Your conscience, the conscience of the conservative spirit is the Second Amendment. It is the love of country. It's the love of our veterans and not the love that we see during campaign season. You know, those fake politicians who have been telling us veterans every single campaign year that they love us, but they still fail to get anything past that would help us. That's a total different subject that we will talk about in the coming weeks. But no, not, not that love. A true love for patriotism and for its veterans. A love that... You know, the little guys still matter. The middle class still matters. The love that government should stay out of people's lives. Government should be as small as one of those little bitty parts on parks and recreation. That love. That's the conservative spirit. The spirit that Ronald Reagan showed the Republican Party. The answer relies within that. Or the answer lies within that. Republicans should continue to rebuke the lies of the leader of the Republican Party. Call him out on his lies. Every single one of you has a mind that works. Every single one of you as a mind that can create logic. So when you read something that Trump has posted, if you don't believe the news, just go on Trump's Twitter and just read his Twitter. I can tell you right now that pretty much everything that ever has been put on his Twitter came from Trump. But all of you have logic. So start calling him out on that. And if the alt-right tries to make your lives miserable, guess what? If, as long as you are doing the right thing, I guarantee you that with your voices heard, a couple of Democrats is going to hear that. And all of a sudden, you're going to have a group of people coming together, both Democrats and Republicans are going to come together to rebuke Trump's claims that are killing the GOP right now. Next thing, show more spirit during your lively debates with Democrats. If you believe in something, go for it. We live in a time right now, and I've witnessed this myself, we can gather at a table full of friends and we can talk about politics, but something terrible happens. We start arguing so bad that we start fighting with each other. It shouldn't be like that. We should always have respect to the differing opinions. But show more spirit during those lively debates with Democrats. I guarantee you Democrats will respect you more over 
your opinions besides just arguing to your red face. Republicans remind Americans that you are the party of Reagan and the party of Lincoln and that Reagan conservatism still exists. Do not let the influences of the alt-right destroy you. Don't do that. Do not do that. I say all this, but there's a big however here. That time that I've been talking about, that time where conservatism is the the big deal, that time may be coming to an end as long as your party remains silent. Remain silent towards your values. It continues to embrace this alt-right change, this nasty movement that is going on right now within the Republican Party. If you continue to embrace it, GOP, Republican, my Republican friends, you do not stand a chance anymore. You have lost your values. You have lost respect. You have lost your party. You might as well just go crawl in the hole because the reason being is, and I hate doing this, but I'm going to tell you straight up and blunt, the reason why all this is happening is because Republicans have decided to become cowards. They have decided to cower down and just accept it. But if you rise up right now, you can save your party from the destruction that's coming. As a lifelong Democrat, a part of me is glad this is finally happening. I, A part of me is so happy to see a political party that has slowly become a party of bigotry and racism and xenophobia. That part of me is so happy to see it crumble. And the more it crumbles, the bigger the door is becoming for a new generation of Democrats to come in that have been wanting to lead, that have been wanting to run for public office since they turned 30, is going to open the door for new Democrats to come in and show the world what the Democrat Party is made of. However, there's another side of me. Yes, Steve has two sides. The other side of me is saddened. Saddened to see that a party that I once belonged to, oh my God, Steve, yes, yours truly was once a Republican. When During the 1999 and 2000 presidential campaign, I became so involved within politics. That, that is where the love of politics started. And I became a Republican. I registered Republican when I turned 18 because all my friends were Republicans. My family was Republicans. I was a Republican. I loved Republican values until I started seeing the truth behind the Republican Party. When the alt-right was taking over the Republican Party, and you didn't even know what the alt-right movement was. When I started seeing morals and values going out the window, that 
moment right there is when I decided being a part of the Republican Party was not me. So I changed and became a Democrat. But it's that other side of me that is sad right now that a party that I once belonged to has become so unorganized and mismanaged that it is failing to live up to its own potential. So Republicans, if you want to say this, follow my advice. You'll thank me later. Now, Democrats, how do we capitalize on this? How should we react to this? Easy. Democrats need to embrace the progressive agenda. The progressive agenda. Let me highlight progressive agenda. And learn from the mistakes of the past. Everything we learned in 2016, we need to apply that. Millennial Democrats, I'm talking to all of us. I'm a millennial Democrat. I'm talking to all of my millennial Democrat friends here. Brothers and sisters, are you listening? I'm going to tell you, embrace the progressive agenda. Go out there. Show your strength. Yell about your values. Go out there and show the world that we are ready to lead. Right now, the Democrat Party has a chance to write American history and show the American people that this party is ready to lead and bring a positive change to American politics. There is so much to be done to help the middle class with a huge burden that has been left by President Trump's tax plan. That was passed last year. There's so much to be done when it comes to our failing health care system and failing national security agenda that is opening our republic up to more cyber terrorist attacks from countries that we once thought was our allies. There is so much to be done in civil rights. There is so much to be done right now when it comes to civil liberties. There is so much to be done to help people. And Democrats, we have now become this party that we want to help people. You need to show that. We need to show that. We need to show that we need to organize, that we need to go out there and help everybody. Show them that we are the party that's ready to lead. However, And there's a big however. Now it's time to kill the spare a little bit. Democrats, we may not take advantage of this opportunity. Because there's a lot, lot of higher ups within the Democrat Party that believe that things should remain the same. That liberalism is here to stay. That liberalism is the future. That liberalism is perfect. One thing I've noticed about millennials and old Democrats who are listening to me needs to understand this. Millennials want single-payer health care. Millennials want civil rights for everybody. Millennials want the Democrat Party to rise and to stand up. As long as the upper Democrats that are in power right now in Congress wants, wants things to stay the same, 
Democrats, we don't stand a chance. If that's the mentality that wants to stay current and stay that wants to go to the future, Democrats, we should just kiss the 2018 midterm elections goodbye and brace for more Trump politics and more hateful legislation that is going to threaten the lives of every day of millions of everyday Americans. Now, you can say, well, we're going out in our neighborhoods and get people to register to vote. That's great. Get people registered to vote. But besides focusing on registration, we should also focus harder to make sure that these registered voters are voting in the upcoming elections. Because I'm going to tell you this right now, you can have a million people that just registered to vote, but if only 100 show up to the polls, Democrats will not stand a chance in taking back the House, the Senate, or the White House in the, in the 2020 general election. Would not stand a chance. We will continue to lose elections as long as people refuse to go vote. Now, what does that mean? It means this. Democrats, make sure that during voting days, people all over communities are going door-to-door asking people, have you voted today? They say no? Well, get your butts in the car. Let's go vote. We are going to vote today. Oh, well, I don't have a ride. Guess what? I have a car. I have four seats. It's going to be you. We're going to pick up two others, and we are going to go to the polling place, and we're going to go vote, and I'm going to come back and drop you off. That's what it's going to take. It's going to take everyone pitching in to make sure that people vote on Election Day. The life of John McCain may be over, but the continuing spirit that drove McCain to political greatness still endures, even during this troubled time in America's history. The nation that he left behind, that he cared so greatly for, for over 60 years of his life, is in trouble. And now it's time for true American patriots to stand up and fight for what we all believe in. A free democratic society, free from religious and racial persecution, a society created by certain unelable rights of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. A society that has overcome two major world wars, times of uncertainty, times of national tragedy, and times of hardships. A shiny a shining city upon a hill that Ronald Reagan once called this nation. We are still a beacon of freedom all over the world, even though that we now live in a time that that beacon may be extinguished. But as long as we come together and fight, that beacon will light the way the next generations of Americans who want a life of freedom. That is the McCain legacy that he inspired. And now it's up to us to keep that legacy alive. 
So if you enjoyed this podcast, remember, go on anchor.fm, subscribe to this podcast, Political Thoughts with Steve. The, the icon is, a, is an American flag with Political Thoughts with Steve written on it, easy to find. Also, you can find this podcast on Apple, on iTunes. You can find it on Spotify. You can find it on Google+. Plus. You can find it on every major podcast that's available. And if you go to anchor.fm right now, go to my page, you'll see a, a link that says donate. I believe it says donate. But there's a link that says either donate or support my page. You can donate as little as $1 all the way up to $10 or as much as you want to donate. Your donation will will go towards keeping this podcast going to make sure that you know we are supported both financially and we're also supported throughout the communities. Your donations are greatly, greatly appreciated. Also, if you want to have continuous updates on the podcast as well as the news that's going on and my own opinions, subscribe to my Twitter page. I can be found at Stephen Edward Goff. That's at Stephen Edward Goff, G-O-F. That is my Twitter handle. Follow me on Twitter and converse. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Political Thoughts with Steve. After six months, I'm back. We're going to do this weekly, but then again, I might just decide to do this every other day. So, just be ready. And to all of my supporters, thank you so much for your continuous support. Keep the conversation going. Love each other. Take care of each other. And I will see you. And talk to every single one of you next time here on the Anchor app.